0: Welcome to the Second Mix Podcast, where we reflect, revise, and remix our lives. My name is Matthew Bennett. Thanks for being here today. I first heard the term, the cycles of complexity, when I was taking a course from Kyle DeMann from the Growth Factor Business Accelerator. Generally, when you're trying to put together an online business from scratch, you don't understand everything all at once, and a lot of times you're halfway through doing one thing, and then you realize that you have to stop and get something else set up first. Then halfway through that, you realize you have to stop and get something else set up first, and the whole process can be frustrating, and Kyle called this a cycle of complexity or the cycles of complexity that you have to go through. The term resonated with me immediately, and I looked it up actually on Google to see if there's a book about it. But it looked like Kyle originated the term. I verified that with him. uh, And I also adopted the term. And I began to see these cycles everywhere in my life, not just creating a business and not just in technology. A lot of life is about getting through a complex thing and then getting through another complex thing. And these complex things, these cycles of complexity keep coming at you. Later on, a couple months after I had heard this term and after it resonated with me, I was looking for a way to categorize and organize all of the personal development notes, all the things I was learning. I was literally filling up journal after journal with quotes, ideas, and my own thoughts. And all of these topics were bringing out this backlog of my experience and my assessment of my own life. Decades of my own history that I left unanalyzed or misanalyzed were finally getting light shed on them, and my own past mistakes were beginning to make A lot more sense. That created value because if I can take the past and invest it all into my future, then my future is looking pretty good. If I soak up and relive experiences, point out the mistakes and failures and successes, figure out what I liked, what I didn't like, what I did, what I saw, what I said, how I felt. For a year, I just journaled pages every night nonstop because I saw the value in that. After having close to a year of journals, probably more than a thousand pages in late 2019, I realized that if I'm ever going to remember all that, I need a system. So how can I take all of these thoughts, all of these concepts, and categorize them under some headline, some system, so that when I hear great advice or a great quote, or I have my own idea, I know where it goes in my mind, in my computer, how it's tagged in my journal. There's going to be a place for me to put it. I came up with dozens of categories. And then through a process of combining similar categories, multiple times, I came up with my system. It's really nice. There's only six categories, ethos, intention, efficacy, agency, adversity, and elevation. As it turned out, these six categories defined a way to get through all of the cycles of complexity that we go through in life, in business, relationships, in health. If there's something going wrong in your life, all you have to do is look at this list. Because if there's a problem, it's one of these six things. So all of a sudden, this cycles of complexity that resonated with me, now I had a way to get through a cycle of complexity any time that I encountered one. I'm going to break these down into several different episodes of this podcast to talk about each one at length because they all deserve at least one episode but probably probably more than that I think these are going to be attributes of a system that I am going to keep talking about probably for the rest of my life so category one is ethos ethos is like mindset mixed with philosophy character mixed with an operating manual Everything you believe about the world and other people and yourself and the way you choose to process this stuff in your own mind, the way you choose to think about it. Brian Tracy says that the quality of your life is determined entirely by the quality of your thoughts, the quality of your thinking. Creating your ethos is about gauging the quality of your thinking to improve the quality of your life. This is the rudder of your ship. Ethos is the steering wheel. The single most important thing you could focus on if you're not happy with the direction of your life. Because you can change the way you think by changing what goes into your mind. The right books, the right classes, the right seminars, the right group of people in your life could change everything. Especially if you remove all of the stuff. I don't like to use the word wrong here. But all of the stuff that is harmful to what you want to accomplish. The wrong books, the wrong television shows, these are only wrong if they are negatively affecting your goals and negatively affecting your mindset. We do become like the people we hang out with the most, and that includes the characters of the shows you're binge watching right now. In fact, it's been said that you're going to be exactly the same person five years from now, except for the books you read and the people you meet. If you change your thinking, you're going to change your life. The second category is intention. This is the goals you set, who you want to be, what your mission is, what your vision is, what your greatest life looks like to you. Most everything relating to goals falls into this category. But I did hear a really great quote the other day, not sure where it came from, but it was this, what are the five feelings you want to experience in your life? Go after those. Don't worry so much about buying something or going someplace. Those things we do because of the, because of the feelings they bring us. So choose the feelings and strive to do whatever it takes to get those feelings, That quote resonated with me enough to write it down in my journal. I have not analyzed it enough yet to feel fully confident it's the right way for me to think, but... It's definitely a thought that would be categorized under intention. The third category is efficacy. Efficacy is the ability to produce the desired or intended result. This will include any skills that you need to develop in order to fulfill your intentions. If you want to be a marketer, what skills do you need to get to the level you want to be at? If you want to be a real estate investor, what is it you need to learn to begin that process and then excel at it? Do whatever it takes to build the skills you need to execute your intentions. In fact, this is simple because your own goals, your own intentions are going to inform the course of your self-education. There are two quotes I love, both from Jim Rohn, that fall squarely into the category of efficacy. Your formal education, he said, will make you a living. Your self-education will make you a fortune. And the other quote is, if you wish to be wealthy, study wealth. If you wish to be happy, study happiness. So efficacy is where you build the skills necessary in all areas of life to get what you want out of your life. It is all possible if you're learning how to do it. All the information is out there. Everything is available to us. We just have to go out and get it. Efficacy is where you become something bigger, something more. This is really where the change starts to occur in the ways that begin to reap benefits outside of your mind. Read the books, take the courses, find the people. All right, category four is agency. My favorite definition of agency is action or intervention, such as to produce a particular effect. Now that you've gotten the education you need to execute, it's time to execute. This is agency, action. Intervention. Take whatever steps your great learning taught you to take. Nike's just do it quote now fits into this category. As a side note, I don't like the quote just do it when it absolves you of the need for efficacy, the skill that it takes to just do it. In the absence of skill, the action I would first take is to learn the skill. But back to it, agency is getting out there and planting the seeds, defending them against the weeds and the bugs and the weather, tending your crops, and then harvesting when the time is right, and never expecting the crops to be there if you didn't do the work, if you didn't take action. My fifth category that it takes to get through the cycles of complexity is probably the most complex part of all. It's adversity. Everything good You want to do is going to be attacked in some way, even with an incredible ethos, amazing intentions, great skill and efficacy and impressive action. There's just no way around adversity. You're going to hit it. Things will go sour. Things will be hard. Things are going to pop up. You will encounter internal adversity like you're just not feeling it or laziness or a lack of hope. And you're going to encounter external adversity like a hurricane wiping out your crop employees quitting, nobody buying your product, you're just going to hit it. Not everything goes right all the time. We all know that. I'll have a lot to say about adversity. Some of the some of the things that I've come up against in my life in the months leading up to one of my toughest projects, as I was finally getting ready to monetize, the pandemic hit us, my wife broke her nose, my sister had a heart attack, and my father passed away. I just wanted to quit. I wanted to give up for a while. Why does adversity come at the most inconvenient times? I stopped asking that question because I think it's not for me to know why, but it is for me to know that it does come. And there is hope, a lot of hope, because of the next category. After adversity comes elevation. Elevation is where I got the tag for this podcast. Elevation is where you reflect, revise, and remix your life. Look back at all that happened. Learn what was under your control and what wasn't. What went right? What went wrong? What could you have done better? Look at the whole process from ethos to intention to efficacy to agency to adversity and analyze each one. How can the system be improved next time? What did I learn from the past that I can invest into the future? And to come full circle, how can this process of reflecting carry forward into a newer, better ethos? more specific intention and forward all the way through elevation raises every level including your reaction to adversity these are the means that i use to get through the cycles of complexity they started out as a way to categorize personal development information And they became a concise paradigm of how to get through smaller and larger projects and problems. And they became a machine to elevate my whole life every single time I do. Instead of staying the same and trying to avoid problems, I use this philosophy to look for even bigger problems to solve. Thank you for listening today. I covered a lot of information here, and I'm going to go over each one of these in upcoming episodes because there's a lot to unwrap here. If you go to the blog at secondmix.net, you'll be able to grab the transcript if you want to look these over again and extract everything that's useful to you. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to email me, matt at secondmix.net. I would love to hear from you. Please give me five stars whenever and wherever you can and subscribe to get the most up-to-date episodes. If you know anyone who's going to find this information useful or helpful, please join my mission and tell them about this show. I'll be here every Monday and Thursday, whether I have one listener or 1,000. Have an incredible weekend. Spring is coming my way. I hope it's coming your way too. I'll be back on Thursday. Until then, keep reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I'll see you soon.